America on Par, a powerful punch of political punditry in a pithy podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Parr. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate you listening and, and sharing these podcasts with your friends all over the interwebs. You know, I'm not a big fan of Bill Maher. There have been times when I've agreed with some of the things he said, especially when he calls out the left for their own hypocrisy in topics like giving terrorists a pass and downplaying the ideological problems with Islam for political reasons. But more often than not, I think he's wrong. And that's okay. He makes a lot of money being wrong. I may not agree with what he says, but I will defend his right to say it. And part of the reason why you shouldn't try to silence those you disagree with is that if you give them enough time and space to say the incorrect things they believe, they will eventually say something that is so dumb, so stupid, so inane, that others will come to recognize it for what it is. A disturbing confluence of ignorance and arrogance. A message so vile that it reflects negatively on the character and honor of the person who said it. Last week, Bill Maher may have done just that. He was closing out a show with a final rant on how Amazon shouldn't try to place its new headquarters in New York or Washington, D.C., but should instead try to place their offices in red states, conservative bastions that actually need Amazon's blessed help. Take a listen. And Amazon picked two places that didn't need them at all, places where prosperity already was. Bezos, you're worth $130 billion. Take one for the team. Stop playing cities off against one another and help a dying one come back to life. Well, that's a noble sentiment. Help out people who need help. It's a little flawed economically. I mean, no business should follow the advice of a late-night talk show comedian over its own business interests. Amazon chose D.C. and New York because those two cities are the centers of political and economic power in America, and Amazon wants to be involved in shaping both of those power centers. They believe that's in their company's best interest. If Amazon doesn't think that setting up a corporate office in Omaha, Nebraska, makes for the best sense for the company and its shareholders, then they shouldn't do it, no matter what Bill Maher thinks. They don't owe responsibility to Bill Maher, but they do owe one to their customers, employees, and shareholders. But Bill Maher is giving in to his socialist tendencies and thinking he's a good enough central planner to tell a private company that they have to spend their capital, not in their own best interest, but in the way Bill Maher thinks is in the best interest of America as a whole, isn't really the biggest problem in his rant. Actually, it's, it's one of the least ignorant things he said. Now, the problem is that Bill Maher's whole premise is wrong. The reason he wants Amazon to base their corporate offices in a red state and not in a blue state isn't because of his profound understanding of America and Americans. It's because of his profound ignorance of America and Americans. For example is where all the cool jobs are, where people drive Teslas and eat artisanal ice cream. We have orchestras and theater districts and world-class shopping. We have Chef Wolfgang Puck. They have Chef Boyardee. <laughs> wow, there is so much that's wrong with that. Seriously, the first several times I listened to his words, all I could think was, Jane, you ignorant slut. 
but just quoting vintage SNL would make for a tragically short podcast. So instead, let's unpack that ball of nonsense. First, the blue states have all the cool jobs. Look, I understand that it may be fun to be a pet therapist. Being a professional meme designer does indeed sound cool. Someone has to create the latest emojis, but gosh, since I live in a red state, I, I guess that won't be me. Or maybe it could be. You see, even small towns these days have people who own and operate their own food trucks. There are people in both red states and in blue states that drive Ubers or make a living off renting out homes and apartments on Airbnb. You can design websites from anywhere in the world. Even Hollywood isn't completely restricted to Southern California anymore. A few years ago, an animation studio out of Shreveport, Louisiana, won an Oscar for Best Animated Short. That sounds like a pretty cool job, right? What's more is there are pretty crappy jobs in blue states. I mean, someone has to clean up all the human feces off the streets of San Francisco and Los Angeles and New York. Someone has to remove the massive balls of fat that have clogged up the sewers of Denver. Someone has to collect all the used needles that have been passed out for free in Bill Maher's drug-fueled utopias. Those aren't cool jobs. Those jobs suck. They're much more common in blue cities than they are in red towns. But at least they're jobs. It's work. And it's important and shouldn't be denigrated by a comedian who has never had to lift anything heavy in order to earn millions of dollars. More importantly, what gives a job value, what makes it worth doing, isn't whether other people think it's cool or not. It's whether the person doing the job believes he or she is contributing something of value. The real joy you get from work is knowing that you are making someone else's life better. That's why comedians live to make people laugh. It's why farmers are willing to wake up before the sun rises, because they know people are depending upon them to feed their families. Stop putting the people who do those jobs down. Stop judging the work they do because without them, your blue state Edens would starve and die and rot. Next, thanks to the internet, you can buy a Tesla anywhere in America. It's just that some people would like to drive a car that they can, you know, rely on. That means when it runs low on power juice, they would like to quickly be able to refuel it and then be on their way. There's freedom in being able to refuel your gas-guzzling pickup in less than two minutes. It's not that red states can't buy Teslas. It's that individual people looked at them and decided they weren't practical for their lives. And being able to discern between fad and function is a sign of intelligence. Next, artisanal ice cream? Seriously? You think that's a selling point? You think there are people in red states who are upset because they don't have artisanal ice cream? Bill, stop freebasing the Ben and Jerry's. Bluebell is back and it's listeria free. You should try some. Up next, orchestras and theater districts. Look, I like good orchestras and Broadway plays. I've got a lot of classical music and rock operas in my iPhone playlist. I've been to many orchestras and musicals in Houston. You know what I like better? Harry Potter, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and Star Wars. Well, I did, until Disney screwed up The Last Jedi. 
Hey, but that's a rant for another time. Bill may not know this, but they've got movie theaters like everywhere. Red State folks aren't upset that you have an orchestra and they don't. They might be upset they have to cross the Florida Georgia line to go to a Florida Georgia line concert, but that's no reason to start voting for socialism. And world-class shopping? You're arguing that people in red states are angry that they don't have access to world-class shopping? You know what Amazon does, right? They allow anyone anywhere in the world with an internet connection to have access to world-class shopping. You know that, right? Right? Finally, Chef Wolfgang Puck and Chef Boyardee. Boy. So no one in a blue state buys Chef Boyardee? Right there in Bill's hometown of Los Angeles, the city of angels, there aren't people who would rather be able to spend their money buying 50 cans of mini ravioli over one single entree at a Wolfgang Puck steakhouse? Really? No one? That wasn't the only ignorant and elitist thing he said, however. They turn on the TV and all the shows take place in a few hip cities. There's no real housewives of Toledo or <laughs> CSI Lubbock. <laughs> there, are... there are no red carpets in Wyoming and no one ever asks you, who are you wearing? Because the answer is always Target. <laughs> Look, people don't watch Real Housewives because they want to be like the supposed reality stars. They watch it for the same reason they watch Jerry Springer. They watch it for the same reason they watch NASCAR. It's a complete wreck, and sometimes it's fun to see fenders fly. The reason you don't have CSI Lubbock isn't because Lubbock isn't a cool town. It's because there aren't enough murders in Lubbock to fill a 26-week TV series. In Chicago, you can get all your story ideas for the next year over any holiday weekend. It isn't because Lubbock isn't interesting. It's because the writers are lazy. Next, the reason there aren't red carpet events in Wyoming isn't because there isn't enough wealth in Wyoming. There are people in Wyoming who could buy Bill Maher and sell him off for a dollar and still consider that funny. Look, Dick Cheney and his family are from Wyoming and they aren't exactly poor. It's just that most of the people who live there have a different set of values than the elites who surround Bill Maher. They shop at Target because it's a smarter use of their money than blowing 10 grand on a dress that's prone to wardrobe malfunctions. Bill Maher's whole monologue drips with elitist venom. It's almost as if it was written by someone who's lived in the capital of Pan Am his entire life. May the odds ever be in your favor. He has stereotyped half of America and then he uses the false negative impression of that part of our nation as a straw man to beat with his rhetoric. It's easy to win an argument when you're arguing against something that doesn't actually exist. The flyover states have become the passover states. That's why red state voters are so pissed off. They don't hate us. They want to be us. They want to go to the party. It's like we're the British royal family and they're Meghan Markle's dad. <laughs> no, Bill. People in red states don't want to be you. They don't want to be self-hating, egomaniacal atheists. See, the pursuit of happiness 
won't be achieved by following that pattern. And there are lots of God-fearing, hard-working, happy people in the places you consider to be backwater wasteland that understand where true joy comes from. And it sure as hell isn't from overpaying for artisanal ice cream. But all that elitism and condescension and sarcasm and disdain for you and everything you value isn't the biggest problem from Bill Maher's rant. No, the most disturbing comment got lost amongst the cracks against red state Americans. You want to hear the most frightening thing he said? Here it is. <laughs> but if liberals are serious about winning elections, they have to start recolonizing the parts of the country they've abandoned. Mississippi is the poorest state in the country. Amazon could buy the whole state and rename it Amazippi. <laughs> Recolonize the red states. First of all, some of the places he wants to recolonize used to be actual colonies, and they didn't take too well to having wealthy, snobby people from far away telling them how to live their lives. In case you're not sure what I'm talking about, you might want to do a Google search on the American Revolution. The Wikipedia entry on that topic should get you started on understanding why your word choice was problematic. Secondly, liberals didn't abandon red states. There's never been a mass exodus of pot-smoking hippies fleeing Oklahoma for the West Coast like a modern-day Oregon Trail, but with tie-dyed VW microbuses. There hasn't been a vegan trail of tears. It's not like half of Alabama rolled up their yoga mats, put trailer hitches on their Chevy Bolts, hooked up their tiny houses, and hightailed it to Baltimore. That didn't happen. Liberals didn't abandon red states. The people in the red states have abandoned the Democrat Party. There's a difference. The people who live in red states have come to understand that the Democrat Party supports illegal immigration and illegal immigrants over people who were born here and people who came here legally. They understand that Democrats say they support a woman's right to choose what to do with her body, when what they really support is a doctor's ability to destroy another human being's body and remove it from the womb in tiny, chopped-up pieces. They understand that Democrats believe our rights come from the government and not from God, the Creator. They understand that Democrats supported policies that have destroyed the traditional marriage relationships that form the foundation of strong families, especially in minority communities, and are now advocating policies that will sever the ability of parents to decide how best to raise their own children. They understand that Democrats denounce capitalism and praise socialism in spite of the damage socialism has done to other countries around the world and the success capitalism has brought this country here at home. Red states abandoned the Democrat Party because the Democrat Party abandoned the ideas that this country was founded upon. The ideas that in less than 200 years turned these isolated colonies into the most powerful nation the world has ever known. Liberals didn't abandon red states. Turns out, they are actually abandoning blue states. The four states with the largest number of people moving to other states are all blue. New York, New Jersey, 
Illinois, and California. Year after year, people are abandoning those states for red ones. Top states gaining population from other states? Texas, Florida, and Arizona. Liberals haven't abandoned red states. They're fleeing blue states for red states in record numbers. And that would be great, except for one thing. They may be trying to repeat their failures in their new voting districts. The Democrats who voted for the destructive policies that have brought down once great cities like Chicago and Detroit and San Francisco are now having to leave those bastions of progressive values for red state cities that actually offer more opportunities for a better life for them and their children need to realize their past electoral mistakes and leave those behind as well. People in red states don't envy people in the blue states. Bill Maher has my pity because I don't think he's a happy person. I wouldn't trade my joy for his power and fame and fortune. But I am concerned that his fans, who are having to flee the hell holes they voted to create, will continue to vote the same way they did in the past. But this time, their ballots would hurt my family and not just theirs. People in red states don't want to be like the people in the blue states. In fact, we deliberately choose not to be like you. But more importantly, we will fight to stop you from forcing us to be like you against our will. It's why one of the best-selling bumper stickers in the Lone Star State last year read, Don't California my Texas. Did you hear that, Bill? That there, that there's political humor. That's actually funny. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, make sure you subscribe either on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn. If you'd like to leave a comment, you can always do so at my website, AmericaOnPar.com. I'm Stephen Parr, and I can still see old glory flying over me. In the first light